Welcome to Beltway Talk, the podcast of the American International Automobile Dealers Association, where we examine the intersection of Washington politics and the auto retail industry. I'm your host, Libby Newman. Today's episode of Beltway Talk is brought to you by Federated Insurance. At Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Since 1997, Federated has partnered with AIADA to provide its members superior business insurance and risk management solutions. Find out more at AIADA.org. We are joined today by AIADA Chairman John Connolly, fresh from the Association's annual Washington, D.C. fly-in. Welcome, John. uh, Thank you very much. Very glad to be here. Well, it's good to have you. We had a lot of fun at the fly-in. And I know you've been attending Washington or AIADA's Washington, D.C. fly-in since you were a teenager, I think. And you just wrapped up your first fly-in as AIADA chairman. How did the event feel different this year? Well, first of all, it all went fantastically well. Uh, You know, I love coming up to uh, Washington, D.C. It's sort of my favorite thing to do. And uh, my dad would bring me, uh, you know, all bunch of years when I was a kid, and I always enjoyed it so much. It really made me want to be up here. It made me want to go to Georgetown. It made me want to work on Capitol Hill, and I was so happy to be able to do all those things. Uh, And the event this year uh, went so well. Uh, We had a a great turnout, and, uh, you know, we had so many uh, partners uh, that were there, uh, dealers, uh, and, uh, you know, being able to see uh, Speaker uh, John Boehner, and to talk to Senator Joe Manchin was just amazing. Uh, you know, what was uh, different this year than maybe when I was a kid was, uh, you know, Capitol Hill hasn't uh, recovered from uh, COVID yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of amazing. It's sort of a different world. Uh, and a lot of the congressional staffs, you just have to come up with uh, better ideas on uh, how to contact them, uh, you know, because a lot of them seem to be sheltered nowadays. Uh, but, uh, the visits that I had, I, you know, I got to visit, uh, uh, my congressman's office and, uh, quite a few others. And, uh, then we got to go to the Senator's offices and, you know, I got to, uh, sit and talk to Senator Portman. Uh, and, uh, I know that, uh, others from my group got to sit down and talk to, uh, Sherrod Brown. Uh, you know, there was lots of, uh, senators around. So, I mean, that was fantastic. And, and quite frankly, uh, a lot of the staffers were super happy to, to, to see us because, uh, you know, they haven't had that experience. I mean, a lot of the people are young and they've been there for, uh, you know, uh, less than two years. So they've never really had constituents stopping by to talk to them. Yeah, I think everyone's ready for life to go back to normal. Yeah, well, I, I definitely am. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know everybody who was attending uh, wanted that, too. And I really think that, uh, you know, we sort of kicked it off for a lot of those offices. So I know you mentioned your dad bringing you and that you've come for many years. Why do you think dealers do come back to the AIADA fly-in year after year? Well, because they see the impact that it makes. Uh, you know, they remember you. Uh, and, you know, with your store, uh, you're sort of, uh, you know, some of the most important people in your community. You know, car dealers are looked up to. Uh, they're very well known. Uh, and uh, the fact that when you come up to Washington, D.C., those staffers uh, take it very seriously because uh, they know of, of your impact. Uh, and so, uh, you know, dealers uh, that come, they see uh, that the representatives then come out to their stores. 
they see that representatives will vote on legislation that will help their stores. Uh, they'll see even uh, representatives that uh, could take actions that might hurt your store, but they'll just sit on it, you know, rather than acting on it because they know that you're politically active and they know that you'll come up to Washington to talk to them, which so many other uh, people don't do. Yeah. And they know also that you're not just representing yourself, you're representing a small business and all the employees who are also in their district. It, that's exactly right. I mean, just think of that. I mean, the, you know, every dealership has, you know, 60, 70 employees to each dealership. And then if you own a few, you have, that's hundreds of people. Then you have all their families. And then you're also representing, you know, they, they see that uh, you're an extension of uh, the manufacturer that you represent. Mm -hmm. uh, so like in Ohio, uh, when, uh, uh, Ohio dealers come up and, and talk and, uh, uh, they recognize, uh, that you're out, you know, if you're a Honda dealer that you're representing, uh, I think it's close to 15,000 employees just work for Honda. You know, uh, it, it's, it mean, it makes a big impact. Yeah. That's a big deal. Um, so you had mentioned when we were talking about the fly-in that you spoke to, um, Senator Manchin, we had sort of a cool lineup of speakers this year. Uh, one of them actually was your fellow Cincinnatian, John Boehner. What struck you about his remarks? Well, I mean, first of all, it was so cool to be able to talk to him. Uh, you know, you, you see the impact. Uh, you know, he told the story, which was very nice, that my dad's partner, uh, uh, when John was going door to door, I think it was in 1980 or 1981 to run for school board. Uh, my dad's partner, uh, just unsolicited, uh, contributed $150 to his campaign and, uh, that stuck with him. And, uh, so, uh, speaker Boehner has been our friend ever since, uh, and that's 40 years. Uh, you know, it's amazing the impact you can make when you reach out to a legislator. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just, you know, he went to uh, Moeller High School uh, in Cincinnati, uh, and I went to the rival St. Xavier, and so mm -hmm. we always have fun talking about that. But just to hear his, you know, uh, uh, you know, his take on his time in Capitol Hill, and, you know, he just says it like it is, uh, which is great. And I was always so, I felt so good when he became speaker because I, I knew him, and I knew that he would actually try to do things that are right rather than just for politics. Mm -hmm. uh, and we need more people like that. Well, he's a straight shooter, and I right. think that's sort of how dealers tend to communicate as well. So it, it was a good, uh, it was a good speaker for that group. That's right. Now, and he, you know, he likes cars, and I, I thought that was it was neat when uh, we were at the uh, his speech. He said that he bought a uh, car in uh, 1971 from my uh, dad's Volkswagen store. You know. People remember that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, 51 years ago. Uh, and that's the greatest thing about cars and, and legislators, too. It's always easy to talk to them because everybody likes to talk about cars. Mm -hmm. Everybody has an opinion. You know, everybody's, you know, interested in what's the next thing coming out. So it's such an easy topic, uh, you know. And so I, I think that's, you know, why when we do the fly in, uh, being able to talk uh, about the car business is easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there was a another speaker was Senator Jim Manchin. Obviously, he's played a really big role in what's happening in the auto industry for the past six months or so. Everything with the EV tax credits, um, he proved himself to be a real friend to dealers when he opposed the union-only EV tax credits last year. 
where does that issue stand today? What did he have to say about that? Well, first of all, it was amazing to be able to meet him. Uh, you know, he's uh, sort of at the center of everything. And, you know, uh, for our, for AIADA to be able to get him to come speak, you know, just shows the, the power of our staff uh, and of our brand uh, that he would take the time to do that. And uh, he made it very clear that uh, that uh, idea to only give money to union-made uh, EVs was uh, silly. Uh, and as you know, as long as he's there, uh, you know, we'll be able to fight that back. But just I, I always caution all the dealers I talk to that came amazingly close to becoming law. It mm-hmm. passed the house uh, by a significant amount. Uh, the Biden administration was completely, totally in favor of it, and it came down to one person. Uh, and so uh, it was so nice to be able to thank him for using uh, common sense and for uh, standing up for our businesses. Yeah, and as long as it's just one person standing up, we really need to be vigilant as an industry. Uh, incredibly, I you know, I don't know if there's really any more important time uh, for AIADA to be out there uh, and, and working for us. So let's talk about EVs a little bit, kind of more generally. Um, what are you seeing back home in Ohio? How are your customers reacting to EV options? And how do you, what do you hear dealers saying about the EVs that are on their lots? Well, there's a lot of different opinions on it, right? Um, you know, in Columbus, Ohio, a lot of it is, uh, you know, a smart mobility. Uh, you know, Honda uh, and Ohio State are doing incredible things with driverless vehicles and uh, connected vehicles. And, you know, there's just so much change happening. Uh, and, you know, with EVs, it seems as though the government is uh, saying we're, we're moving full force with this. Uh, I represent the Acura brand. Uh, they say to us that we're not going to have any more internal combustion vehicles from uh, 2030 on. So changes need to be made. Uh, you know, facilities is a, is a big uh, thing right now with the dealers. Like, okay, well, that's where we're going. What do we need to build? Uh, you know, it's an exciting time. Uh, you know, dealers are, you know, have been doing well and, and they've really uh, embraced all these new technologies uh, since COVID hit, uh, you know, which makes you know, things uh, fun. Uh, but, you know, with customers, uh, you know, they're excited to see the possibilities, you know, when you have uh, $5 gas, uh, that will sort of, you know, push us to, uh, to EVs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so we are getting, uh, more, uh, requests on it. Uh, you know, people are looking forward, uh, to, uh, the EVs arrival and, and, you know, sales uh, have been picking up. Uh, and just like uh, any most cities, uh, uh, Tesla's you know uh, the number one uh, selling uh, luxury car in in our area. Uh, so uh, that uh, that tells you, you know, uh, does the public want EVs? Well, I mean, they certainly like to buy Teslas. So it sounds like you feel like dealers are adaptable and kind of ready to embrace this. Well, I yeah, obviously dealers are adaptable. But, you know, there's just so many questions out there. Uh, you know, are, is it going to be electric only or will it be their uh, hydrogen options uh, or will there be, you know, you know, 
different options that we're not even aware of at this point and uh, questions on the batteries. Uh, you know, I, the way I always look at it is uh, when computers started, you know, they took up uh, a whole room, right? And, you know, now 40 years later, just in your hand, right? Uh, so uh, I think the same thing is going to be with EV batteries and the technology. Uh, you know, right now it's expensive. But I just know that there's a lot of people working day and night right now to come up with new solutions to make it even better. Uh, but ultimately, uh, it'll be great for uh, car dealers. Uh, and, but a lot of it is because of what happened you know, since COVID, uh, being able to embrace all the new technologies and just to change everything that we're doing to, to sell cars. Uh, so I think car dealers are ready. Just need to be able to invest in some uh, chargers and invest in the technicians uh, in their education and how to uh, repair them. Sure. And a lot of this is being driven by Washington, D.C., the decisions on what kind of technologies uh, the government is going to invest in and how the infrastructure is going to be built. So that's another argument for being involved and coming into town and having these meetings with your lawmakers. Uh, Absolutely, because, uh, you know, a lot of people in Washington, D.C. don't necessarily know how the real world works. And so uh, if they start mandating certain things about how to, uh, to sell electric cars or how to maintain electric cars or how to charge electric cars, we need to be right there to give them real world examples of how things really work. Yeah, I'm sure some of these lawmakers, it's been a while since they've gone out and bought a car and filled it up at a gas station and driven it any distance. So it's good to hear from you. No, that's That's a great point. A lot of them don't. They stop driving once they get elected. So to any dealers listening, why should they get involved in AIADA's legislative efforts? Like what can they do today? Well, it's it's so super easy uh, because you can just do it right from your office or you know, I just usually do it just from my house, the office I have at my house. Uh, you can just go online. Uh, and, you know, because I used to work in a congressional office and I used to uh, open the mail and then I answered the mail. And, and that's sort of, uh, you know, they still do it uh, when we were there in Senator Portman's office the other day. We were waiting and they were taking all the phone calls, you know, just in writing down uh, uh, things. Uh, but the most effective way that I found is just video. Uh, you know, you can go, uh, AIA, AIADA's, uh, website has, uh, links, uh, to show you how you can just send a, uh, a video to any of the legislators and it, all you have to do, it only takes 30 seconds. You just, uh, turn on your, uh, phone and flip the camera around and just say, you know, hi, I'm John. I'm from, uh, Columbus, Ohio. I own Acker Columbus. Uh, this issue, you know, means a lot to me. Uh, please uh, support us. And that's all you have to do. But video makes a huge impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then through our links also, if you want to send uh, an email, you can, or if you want to send it. a letter is always uh, nice because people hardly send letters anymore. Right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, those can work. Uh, but it's so super important to get involved uh, now because if it, you know, just don't wait around and let the government do things to us. Uh, and, you know, by speaking up, they, they want to hear from us. They want to hear from the experts in the field. And uh, more times than not, they'll, they'll support you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, is, it makes a big difference. I, I know a lot of dealers, when we were up on the Hill, we're talking about LIFO. You know, if you use LIFO, um, you know, uh, with, with the drop-in inventory, 
and it costs a ton of money. It cost me a couple hundred grand. Uh, but when we got to sit down with the staffers and give them real world examples of why, you know, they should pass this legislation to reverse that, uh, they're like, oh, okay. They sort of got it. And when you put it in dollars and cents, when you're sitting right there and you're like, you know, they see me and I say that cost me $250,000. They're like, oh, okay, this, here's a real person. It really did this. It's such an easy fix. Mm-hmm. The legislation's out there. It's bipartisan legislation. Uh, it'd be so easy just to add it to another bill that's going through. And I, I think it can, but I think we made a huge impact there just by saying that. But if you send a video or a letter about it, it's going to make a, a big difference. Mm-hmm. And what if you want to have, instead of going to your lawmaker, have them come to you? Oh, well, that's the same thing. Uh, you know, you just go on a, a, our website at uh, AIADA.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we have uh, the ability uh, to set up uh, uh, meetings for you uh, and have the representative come to your store. Uh, we'll be more than happy to do that. Uh, and uh, that makes a huge impact uh, on your employees, too, because it's cool, you know, that you, you have a, a, a congressman uh, or, you know, even a senator come by. And, and they like to do it because, A, they like to look at cars. Uh, B, everybody likes to see the, the garage. You know, they mm-hmm. like to go talk to the technicians. They like to, you know, see what's happening. Uh, you know, so they're more than happy to come. But uh, AIADA makes it really easy for you. Uh, so uh, rather than you having to set it up, uh, we can do it. Yeah. So you seem like a very optimistic person. So maybe this isn't the best question for you, but is there anything that kind of keeps you awake at night when you think to the future of your stores and the industry? Well, yeah. Uh, what keeps me up is uh, employees. Uh, being sure that they're safe. Like this with COVID, that was just so nerve wracking every day. Like who, who's sick today? You know, who's, you know, and, and th- you know, knock on wood, you know, you know, we got through it really well. Uh, you know, some people were sick, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, I worry that, uh, you know, it comes through and it knocks out, you know, a bunch of people at our store <laughs> and then there's nobody to open the door. Uh, that's what I, yeah. that's, that's what I worry about. <laughs> uh, but as far as, uh, I, I don't, I'm not worried about the future of the car business. I'm not worried about EVs uh, because I like so much the direction the car business has gone in since COVID hit two and a half years ago that I, I, it makes it so much more enjoyable. What do you uh, think is working now? What's different now than it was two years ago? The fact that we can make things easy on the customers. Mm-hmm. You know, I hated it whenever I like, you know, I answer all the reviews for our store. Uh, and if there's ever anything, someone saying that, you know, we wasted their time, that's the worst for me. Time is the most important thing. I hate wasting people's time. And so with the car business before we, there was a lot of time wasting a lot of, you know, with service, the people sitting in the waiting room, I, I hate walking past the waiting room and seeing somebody sit there, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's just the worst feeling. Mm-hmm. They don't know when the car is going to be done. And, you know. But now with the technologies, uh, uh, you know, you can do uh, pick up and drop off, you know, which I personally love. That's how I do my cars. You know, they come out to my house, pick up my car and they'll leave a loaner and, you know, bring it back. You know, that's the best because mm-hmm. uh, then uh, since COVID hit, then we have all the online bill pay, uh, which is, you know, super easy Apple pay. 
And then we have uh, our multi-point inspections are all electronic now. So we send that, you know, like here. And then we send every service customer a video. Like here we are at your car and we can, you know, say either, hey, everything's great. Or like here, here's a picture of something that isn't great. Uh, would you like us to repair it now? You know, and it's up in the air. And then people can just click a button and, and get it done. It, it's made life so much better for our customers. And then on the, the sales end, uh, now we can do uh, remote financing options. You know, the worst thing, you know, I, I always get a pit in my stomach when people are sitting there waiting to go into the F&I office. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh, what's going <laughs> to happen to me? Uh, and now we have all these tools to be able to, first of all, tell the customers way ahead of time, here, these are the options. You know, look at it uh, on, on your own time. Here's videos to show you, like, what service contracts are really about you know, what tire and wheel means, you know, all those type of things. And here's, you know, we can send all the payments ahead of time. Uh, and then we can do all, you know, electronic signatures. And so it's just dramatically cut the amount of time people have to spend uh, at the store. Uh, and people got in their minds like about setting appointments, you know, so most of our car deals now are, are set appointments mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of the cars we have to order them or, you know, uh, so uh, when the customer comes in, it's all done, uh, you know, because while they're waiting, we, we send them an email like, here are all the accessories you can get on your car. Here's all the pricing. You know, would you like to order it now? Uh, and then they can just pay online. Uh, you know, we text uh, with everybody. Uh, and through our texting, you can pay by text. Uh, you know, it's an amazing time. And I just, it makes me so happy that people. So, you know, uh, when I read the, the reviews in it, that people say, oh my goodness, I actually enjoyed buying a car. And, and, I, and I love that because you're spending a ton of money or making it a huge commitment. It should be fun. You know, and, and it, it doesn't make sense to me that somebody would spend forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 and be like, that sucked. Oh yeah, you don't want that. No, no, <laughs> but that's the way the car business was. Yeah. And now it's better and it's only gonna get better from here. So is that what you're, I was going to ask, what are you most excited about for the industry? Is, is that it? You think we're improving the sales process? Is yeah. there anything else? No, that, that, that's it. Uh, just improving all the processes across the, you know, to make it, you know, not a chore to go to the, the car dealership. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like going to the dentist, you know, especially for service. But now if you can just uh, not have to, talk to anybody because i hate the phones the phones are the worst you call and you know the, the press one for service two for sales and then you're on hold i hate that process and so we beg everybody just text us uh and we'll set up we can just set up the appointment uh you know between each other mm-hmm. i don't even like the online schedulers because whenever i go on there i don't really find what i need done you know and i just usually write notes in the box saying just fix my car you know uh <laughs> And so, but now through the texting, that it makes everything so much easier. Uh, and the, the sales, you know, we go to people's homes and give them uh, at-home test drives. Because, you know, you should have the car at your house, see if it fits in your driveway, if it fits in your garage. Uh, you know, it, then, you know, the neighbors can come over and give their opinion. You know, <laughs> uh, the kids can see it, you know. Uh, you know, the last thing you want to do is bring your whole family to a car dealership and pile them all in there. And, you know, yeah, I've uh, been there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That stinks. Uh, But if, you know, all you'd have to do, uh, Libby, is just, you just text us and we'll bring the car to you. 
And then you could even see if your car seat fits and, you know, all those different things. Uh, rather, you know, whether there's enough room for the dog, uh, you know. So, no, it's exciting. And it, it will just get easier uh, because there's so many new technologies coming. Yeah. So what are your goals for your remaining time as AIADA chairman? You're about halfway through. What do you want to get done? Just do whatever I can to support the staff at, here at the AIDA. You know, just be available to, to help any way I can uh, because everybody here does such a great job. Uh, and so any way that I can be a, of an assistance is, is what I want to do. And then uh, obviously we got to keep our eyes out for uh, any uh, union-only tax credits <laughs> uh, and keep our eyes out, as you mentioned before, for anything that's coming down the pike with EVs that just doesn't make any common sense. Yeah. Well, we appreciate that. And John, I know you value time. We really appreciate your time coming on Beltway Talk. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beltway Talk. Feel free to drop us a line and let us know what topics or guests you'd like to hear from on future episodes. I can be reached at newmanl at aiada.org. Join us again next time for Beltway Talk.